if you previously already heard this podcast, I'm your host, the Susan Anime O'Hagan, or you could call me Anime. I really don't care. And I'm going to tell you some of the things we have talked about on this podcast. So let's check it out and see all the interesting things we've talked about. I talk about movies, TV shows, books, games, Game Informer, Pinocchio, Warriors of Legend, Unauthorized Book, Nine, Firestarter, A Soft Guide to Taking It Easy, Vampire Kisses Books, Lucia Ball, The Wizard of Oz, Sejo B, The Great Battles in History, some of these are older, Zombies 3, Witches, Diana, Her Life and Legacy, Pirates, Zombies, Titanic, Tuesday, Norway, One on One, Mysterious Places, Movies, Buzz Lightyear, Melissa and Joey, Avatar The Last Airbender, The Promise, Memorial Day, Senior Year, Godzilla, Funny, Mashup, Ripley's Believe It or Not, For the Love of a Child, Anastasia, Asia and More, Mary Vincent, The J-Team, Shirley Jackson, Family Trees, Greek Mythology and Lesson, Electric Chair, The Brady Kids, The Brady Bunch, The Brady Brunch Goes to Hawaii, The Dark Side of the Brady Bunch, Growing Up Brady, The Lottery, Turner and Pooch, Night Squad, Hillsong, Almost Christmas Movie, We Have Always Lived in a Castle Book, Love That Book, The Other Kingdom, The Warren Files, A Witch's Ball, Evil Thing, A Tell of That Deville Woman, Two Hot Take Show Review, Turning Red, Team Titans Raven, Unsolved Mysteries, Charmed, Buzzfeed Unsolved, Kids Nation, Black Widow, Fired Up, The Movie, The Good Place, St. Patrick, Chicago Tribunal Murders, Awkward, Ukraine, Ghost Whispered, The Bride He Bought Online, Archie and Katie Keene, Archie's Weird Mystery, Seven Heaven. Charlie's Sturkenweather, Mummy is a Murder Chill, Abandoned Empress, Hot and Cleveland, Scorpion TV Series, Breakfast at Tiffany's, Different Strokes, Return to Amish and Escaping Polygamy, and we have so much more. I will be talking about movies. TV shows, books, games, what do you think I'm trying to say? And movies, TV shows, books, games, animation. I guess that is all of them. I hope you all enjoyed. And
hopefully you'll have a great and wonderful experience. And these will be uploaded Monday through Thursday. Today we have Game Informer. The new one. I've decided to go with the new one and just talk a little bit about what they have. So in the very front, it's just Game Informer. Skull and Bones is the cover this time. This is the magazine that is the most recent. Chasing the free-to-play character? Creator? Creator. I've been honored to play games with the 3,000 individuals almost every night for a decade. One is a friend I've known for 30 years. The other two I met in Otherwise. The other two I met in Overwatch matches at the height of the game's popularity. When we hooked up to play, anything goes. We talked about life, get to know each other on a regular level, and often laugh until we can hardly keep our eyes open. We mainly play fortune these days, but also bounce between anything not worthy at the time. As much as I love a great single-player experience, nothing comes close in the gaming world to spend time with this crew. Lately, I've been cheating on my group. My daughter's girlfriend and her two boys have developed an immersion of Fall Guy. We've, we've having an absolute blast playing. As it is as a family, and I usually catch wind with someone wanting to play right around the time my other group hops online. I don't mind having this conflict between friends and family, but it did throw a red flag. Both Fortune and Fall Guys use the same free-to-play model. The games are great fun to play in their own right. Delivering excitement and plenty of screaming in any given match and are highlighted by Desirable Battle Pass Unlock. I want to reach level 100 in Fortnite to unlock Darth Vader. The boys want to do the same thing in Fall Guys to get M-E-C-H Godzilla. Metric Godzilla? Impact Game and M-E-D-I-S-A-T-O-N-I-C have created the perfect storm of delivering kick games, really good games, rewards. I should also point out that the paint never dries in either game. There's always a new mode. Big events or surprising additions to renew our interest and drive us to play. I know I'm complaining about having a great time with two beautiful groups of people, but as someone who witnessed the rough beginnings of free-to-play gaming and how it explored players, I don't feel comfortable going all in on these titles. I don't mind buying a pr predictable skin or subscription to a battle pass, but I still take issue with it being on a timer. 
compelled with the ability to praise level alongside it, that's a ticking clock that puts stress on players, and I hope Epic someday makes the battle pass less forever so we could pick away at them at a comfortable pace. Until we speak again, they're hoping I unlock Dark Vader of the Synth to use when playing to with my friends and a crocodile head from my beam when gaming with my family. I'd love to hear about your free-to-play experience and how often you play them. Shoot me an email at r-e-i-n-e-r at gameinformer.com Okay, Skulls and Bones. As an A-B-I-S-O-F-T prepared to averb a new Skull and Bones, Game Informer met with game leader from the Singapore Development Studio for more in-depth exploration of the project. We learn additional details about the winding path to the gaming upcoming release and how the game creations hope to hook players in for a long sailing voyage. Like the long and delivering mint game or skull and bones cover shows a ship ready to set sail, but not yet out to sea. Its pirates crew members is ready for exploration into a settling that's a world away from the Caribbean locals that might first come to mind when considering a swashbuckling life, whether from wildlife to tame or other ships in search of treasure, the danger beckons on every high seas. Blue Hester, Black Hester, Lake Hester. Lately I've been building B-A-N-D-A-I model kits and I have worked through three real great engineering kits. Skipping the rest, I don't like the rebuild movies they're from. Built a few gun pals and some of the figure wrist kits. More than anything, I just like the way it turned my brain off. I sit there for hours cutting pieces and standing down numbs. And then piecing them together, it's soothing and for no reason in particular, the perfect thing my sad, busy brain needs. Alex Dornlick. Joy has been fleeting these days. The state of the world mixed with the lack of new titles has left me in a rut. That is until I got my Steam Deck. I've been able to return to old favorites such as Cuphead and a plunge tail while also discovering new treasures with it. Without it, I wouldn't have gone in some of these best games of the year such as Neon White and Rogue Legacy 2. As a consoler game, the Steam Deck has been a relatively and finally get to experience the discover 
Ability of Wonder of PC Gaming and it couldn't be more come at a better time. Huh, interesting. Let's continue. Okay, Sonic Fortune. I was surprised to see Sonic Fortune on this month's cover. I've recently watched a couple of gaming play videos on IGN and thought the game looked rather dull. After reading your impressive form several hours of playing it, I felt better about Saga's unique open world approach. The combat and puzzle selections sound amateurish and fun. I wouldn't buy the game until I read reviews, but it no longer rings my Sonic 2006 alarm. Game Informer's biggest Sonic fan, Brian SAGA, played Fortune for our cover story and enjoyed his time with it. The more I got into the gameplay loop, the more I liked it. The big question he has, or the gameplay evolves, and it will remain fun beyond the three-hour mark. What will happen was ambition, and it would be a shame for Saga to let it flatline after the initial build-up. A part of me hopes Sonic Fortune... Fortune... Fortners? I am not good at saying words. Suspicious words, that is. Fortnite? Fortunate? Sonic. Okay. Let's try to say Frontiers. Frontiers! Frontiers is, exact, is excellent because we've been waiting decades for a good 3D Sonic game. Another part of me hopes it flops because that usually forces Sega to make more classic design 2D Sonic games which I love playing. Either way, I can't lose. Let's hope Sonic Frontiers turn out fantastic and its success warrants making a sequel and more 2D Sonic games. If the cosmic scales say Sega has to fail of a Sonic game to remain the balance, we recommend developing or make a Sonic VR game that's all about the Nurture speed and thrilling motion. The pre-order bonus could be a resemble vomit bag wrapped in the same blue fur as a limited edition Xbox controller. I'm just reading some things on here. So it's not me who is saying this. I'm just stating what I'm reading. Okay. We've been... Jedi and Bounty Hunter Ever and a Bounty Hunter and even the Dark Lord of this with. But why hasn't there been a triple Star Wars game that focuses in R2-D2? That little bucket of bolts is in almost every Star Wars movie and show and deserves to have a complete adventure of its own. The game would tell Ardu's origin story and flash forward key points in its life. Ardu T2 would beep and chirp just like normal. 
allowing for human aliens and others talking droids to tell the story. It would be a leaner game and I'd hire Sonny St. Marco to make it. The first Jugger 24 fan. If the Lord of the Rings Gumball is getting a game, so can R2-T2. We're into your idea and would suggest having CP3O with him for a fair bit of humor. Our recommendation developer would be in Sonic Games, Wretched and Clank team. Their writers know how to bring cracky robots to life. This is interesting. Hi there, I am the Susan Anna Mae O'Hagan, and you can check out my YouTube channel, the S-U-S Anna O'Hagan, sweetie M's U-N-I-Q-U-E-L slots. Then you can check out my website, the Moon Queen of Gems, where services you get are terrorists, ghost rocks, astrology, handmade tarot decks, spells, Ocean, crystal grid reading, also explain the different meanings of crystals. I love to give people tarot card reading. You'll have the price list and you can find my email. And then you can check out my other website, which is the anime website. Called Sweetie M Handmade Crafts, where I make handmade hats, handmade earrings, art, pendant shirts, decorative pillows, bookmarks, bandana socks, fake glasses, craft bowls, pearls, stickers, and handmade cards, keychains, headbands, bandy hats, necklaces, bracelets. Stuffed animal pals, bone anime dolls, 3D prints, Then, also check out Sweetie Moon Party, which is Sweetie Moon Party's web 
Sweet and Moon I love dressing up and doing photography. I am Duke the Party Pooper. Hello, I am Anna May, which another name I use. I do Cossack Cosplay, which has Addison, Princess Belle, Binks, Lizard, Corella DeVille, Dog, Cat, Party Creatures, Harry Sanderson, Waterford Tapes, Witch, Pirate. I offer Cossack Cosplay. Party characters, party planning, and photography. Then you can also check out art of mixed medium of all kinds. Susanna. Hardcover. It's under Susanna May Oakley. Which, like, again, I go by different names. Then you can check out Moon Queen of Gems on my A cast, which I talk about Reddit stories, spells. Paracord, Five Out of Freddy's, Astrology, Moons, Faces, um, different things like that. Then you could talk about, check out, not so bad, sweet anime, uniquely slots. I talk about food and history, creepy history, to be exact, like guillotine, hanging, different things. Then you could talk, uh, check out, talk, check out. My other APAS that is connected to my Patreon, which is Uniquely You Always, where I have been talking about the boy in the box, had a case, had a name, Katie Beer kidnapping, guillotine hanging, pirates, witches, and lore, live TV that goes on. The other one is just history, random history. This one has random history. Like, guillotine, hang, pirates, fighting. The WWE's going to be switched over to Uniquely You Always DM's Podcast, which is where the WWE's book is coming to play. But here, right now, is my pirate history thing of creepy things, which is more WWE SmackDown with Stu Ball News of. Some of those will be changed around. So, like, Uniquely You Always will have creepy history and solve cases. We're on my Patreon, I talk about unsolved. And not so fabulous, we'll talk about just basic history that kind and And uniquely, you always will talk about wrestling, sports, whatever I want, news, whatever I want, like moon, beautiful dress, whatever people you want to like. Tarot cards, five dead friends, reddits, creepy things, ghosts, whatever. And if you have kids, you could check out my Gummy Bears podcast land, my Gummy Bears YouTube channel as well. You can also check out my Facebook, which is linked in my YouTube. I also do a YouTube short, which can be loaded at the SUS and short O'Higgins BDM Unique, which is literally almost the same. But, like, I, random short videos mostly about my dog and my cat. Sometimes about my daughter. And I've put in a few podcasts and a few other animal facts. But a lot of it has been about the animals. And sometimes it'll be a quick, test this product if I only have one product. Or test this crap. So, yes, these are the different things.
to check out my stories that are going to be published, hopefully every month or um, depending on how I feel, maybe two per month, we'll see. I hope you all enjoy and like my podcast, and I hope that it's got better over time. And let's give ourselves Welcome back. I am your host, the Susan Anime O'Hagan. Today we're going to talk about video games. Or try to. I know, that's weird, but I had to. Just had to. Okay. So let's see. We got some. October 1958, physicists invented the first video game. Oh my, this is going to be hard to pronounce. But at least I'm getting to it. Okay. In October 1958, psych... psych... William... Hinderbot um, created what is thought to be the very first video game. It was a simple tennis game similar to the classic 1970s video game Pong, and it was quite a hit at a Brookhaven National Laboratory open house. Hindenburg, I'm just calling you William, was born October 25, 1910, in Bridgeport, CET, and grew up in C-A-L-E-D-O-N-I, New York. He graduated from William College in 1932 and went to graduate school in psych... I think it's like psychology? At Cornell University, at Cornell as a grad student. He worked as an electric technician. In 1940, he joined the MIT Radiation Lab where he worked on catheter ray tube displays for radiator radiator systems. In 1943, he moved to Los Alamos to work on electrics for a tiny timing system for the automatic bomb. Well, thanks for creeping me out. In 1948, he joined Berkhaven National Laboratory instrumenting Instrumission Group. He served as head of that group from 1951 to 1968. During that time, in October, Brookhaven held annual visitor days, during which thousands of people would come tour the lab. William was responsible for creating an exhibit to show off the instrument division work. Most of the existing exhibits were rather dull. William thought he could be better captive visitors' interest by creating an interactive demonstration. He later recalled in a magazine 
interview that he had thought it might live up the life of the place to have a game that people could play and which would convey the message that our scientific endeavors have re relevance for society. The Instrumenten group had a small, a long computer that could display various curves, including the path of a bouncing ball on an oscilloscope. It took William only a couple of hours to convince the, to convert the idea of a tennis game and only a few days to put together the basic pieces. Having worked on displays for radiator systems and many other electronic devices, William had no trouble designing the simple game display. Hi there, I am the Susan Anna Mae O'Hagan, and you can check out my YouTube channel, the S-U-S Anna O'Hagan, sweetie M's U-N-I-Q-U-E-L slots. Then you can check out my website, The Moon Queen of Gems, where services you get are terrorists, ghost rocks, astrology, handmade terror decks, spells, jewelry, potion, crystal grid reading, and also explain the different meanings of crystals. I love to give people terror cards. You'll have the price list, and you can find my email. And then you can check out my other website, which is the anime webbook.com. It's called Sweetie M Handmade Crafts, where I make handmade hats, handmade earrings, art, Pendant shirts, decorative pillows, bookmarks, bandana socks, fake glasses, craft bowls, pearls, stickers, and handmade cards, keychains, headbands, bandanas, necklaces, bracelets, stuffed animal pals, bone anime dolls, 3D prints, sandals. Then also check Sweetie Moon Parties, which is Sweetie Moon Parties web. Sweetie Moon Parties, I love dressing up and doing photography. I am new to party Hello, I am Anna May, which is another name I use. I do Cossack Cosplay, which has Addison, Princess Bell, Binks, Lizard, Corella DeVille, Dog, Cat, Party Club. Eric Sanderson, Waterford Tapes, Witch Pirate. I offer cost of cosplay, party characters, party planning, and photography. Then you can also check out art of mixed medium of all kinds, Susanna. Hardcover. It's under Susanna May Oakley. Like again, I go by different names. Then you can check out Moon Queen of Gems on my ACAS, which I talk about Reddit stories, spells, tarot cards, Five Out of Freddy's, astrology, moons, basic, um, different things like that. Then you could uh, check out, not 
so fabulous, sweet, and humane, you need to leave squawks. I talk about food and history. Creepy history, to be exact, like guillotine, different things. Then you can talk, uh, check out, talk, check out, map. Other APAS that is connected to my Patreon, which is uniquely you always, where I have been talking about the boy in the box, has case, had a name, Katie Beer kidnapping, guillotine and pirate witches of lore, why TV that goes on, WWE. The other one is just history, random history. This one has random history. Like guillotine and pirates, fighters. The WWE has been switched over to uniquely you always DMs comments, which is where the WWE but here right now is my pirate history thing of creepy things, which is the more WWE SmackDown looks to evolve news of Some of those will be changed around. So, like, uniquely, you always will have creepy history and solved cases. We're on my Patreon, I talk about unsolved. And not so fabulous, we'll talk about just basic history that kind of
Spatzer. Let's continue. Okay. William made some drawings and blueprints for John up. Technician Robert D. spent about two weeks building the device. After a little debudgeting, the first video game was ready for its debut. They called the game Tennis for Two. Players could turn a knob to adjust the angle of the ball and push a button to hit the ball toward the other player. As long as they pressed the button when the ball was in, the, in their court, players couldn't actually miss the ball, but if they hit it at the wrong time or hit it at the wrong angle, the ball wouldn't make it over the net. Balls that hit the ground would bounce like a real tennis ball. When the ball went off the court or into the net, players hit a reset button to start the next round. Tennis for Two had none of the fancy graphic video games used today. The catacode ray tube displayed simple shadows, a side view of a tennis court represented by just two lines, or representing the ground and one representing the net. The ball was just a dot that bounced back and forth. Players also had to keep score for themselves. The game circulated was fairly simple, using mostly resonator captive and ray lays through it. Did use transistors for the fast switching needed when the ball was in play. Visitors loved it. It quickly became the most popular exhibit when people standing in long lines to get a chance to play. The very first version used in the 1958 Visitors Day had an obstacle scope with a tiny display only five inches in a meter. The next year, William improved it with a larger display screen. He also added another feature. The game could now simulate strong or weaker gravity, so visitors, visitors could play tennis on the moon, Earth, or Jupiter. That's cool. After two years, Tennis for Two was retired. The Oculoscope, O-S-C-I-L-L-O-S-C-O-P-E, and computer were taken from other uses, and William designed a new Visitor's Day display that showed cosmic rays passing through a spark chamber. William had all, William, who had already patented 20 inventions, didn't think his tennis game was particularly inventive. Although he saw that the Brookhaven visitor liked the game, he had no idea how popular video games would become later. Even had he even Even if. And now we're all winding down. I hope you all enjoyed my podcast with the movies, TV shows, books, and games. And I hope you all have a great and wonderful week and weekend. If you want to hear more of me, I do have other podcasts as well on ACAST, so you can check those out. And I also have a kids' podcast as well called Gummy Bears Podcast Land that if you want to hear more of me during the weekend you can but I 
for a wonderful week and I hope y'all enjoy this and I just tell you my opinion facts about the show hopefully we could agree to disagree or you could give me your opinion I could take it into consideration you could take mine into consideration and I really do enjoy doing this you guys are my fans and I love you and you guys are so wonderful social butterflies and you're so generally a great a wonderful butterfly gem. I hope you all have a great and wonderful sloppy day. And don't forget to check out my other stuff. I do have a YouTube channel as well, which is named which is named, I just the Susanna May O'Hagan Sweetie M Uniquely Sloths. And that will be a little bit of facts. Um, Salts only go to the bathroom once a week on the ground. That is it. Just a fun fact, a little bit about slots that I thought you might enjoy. Okay, over and out. Bye for now. Love my uniquely gem butterflies. Fly off and enjoy. Bye for now.